Hey everyone, Pastor Joe here. Welcome to another episode of Bothell Amplified. I am excited to be coming to you today uh, just four days before we at Bothell United Methodist Church are planning to uh, reopen our building and begin worshiping uh, both virtually and in person together. We are looking at it as a new era in the life of our community and I'm excited about it. Uh, But there's a lot of anxiety and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And so uh, you'll notice for those of you who have been following us that uh, last week we missed an episode and a lot of it had to do with uh, all that we are trying to prepare for as we look forward to September 5th. And so today we thought we'd do a segment uh, of In the News and uh, I got this idea from actually uh, David Chang. He's a uh, chef and a founder of the Momofuku uh, restaurant group. Momofuku meaning a lucky peach and uh, Momofuku has restaurants uh, across New York, across the United States, into Canada, um, and various other places as well. But um, he's somebody who I listen to a lot on his podcast and I'm a big fan of his work. He's on uh, Hulu and Netflix, um, uh, Ugly Delicious being uh, one of his shows and among others. And uh, one of the things that he did was uh, something called uh, Pre-Opening Diaries. Um, as he and his team were preparing to launch uh, and start a new uh, restaurant, um, they they got real and they started talking to some of the the players who would be involved in uh, the 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 shaping and uh, opening of this restaurant. And so they did a couple um, pre-opening diaries, and then they came back and did a post-opening diary. And so uh, that's kind of what's going to be uh, the guiding uh, kind of theme for today. You know, again, as I said, I, we at Bothy United Methodist Church, we're looking at September 5th to be the day where we uh, uh, start this new era in the life of our church, where we will begin worshiping uh, both virtually and in person um, together. You know, uh, for us, we on March 7th, uh, which was a Saturday, made the decision, March 7th, 2020, uh, to uh, stop in-person worship due to the global pandemic of uh, COVID-19. And, um, you know, it was a decision that we didn't take lightly. We we um, started seeing the writing on the wall and out of an abundance of caution and a desire to do no harm to our communities and individuals, we uh, made the hard decision to stop uh, in-person gatherings and move completely virtual. And, you know, um, <laughs> it was it was one of those things where, you know, we, we hated that it had to be done, but knew it had to uh, had to be. And so uh, we made that decision. And I'm so grateful for the teams and the, the, the volunteers and the leaders who, who had worked behind the scenes, because uh, for us, we had actually looked at the previous Advent. And so Advent, those uh, uh, four weeks uh, leading up to Christmas, uh, we looked at those four weeks in 2019 to be when we would uh, start start uh, live streaming our services. We uh, were starting to uh, expand a little bit our brand and and we were finding communities uh, across the United States, not just those who lived here in the Puget Sound region. And we thought that we could tap into and provide a place where people, uh, no matter where they live, could find community, could find a belonging. And so we had tried to do this live streaming earlier and, you know, we we just, it wasn't clicking. We we weren't, we were were, uh, trying and, and trying 
trying different things and it it got to a point where we we thought you know what well, let's let's aim for easter well you know march 2020 rolls around and we get to uh, uh we get hit by this uh, pandemic and we realize that what we have been working on the past couple months uh, actually um, um helped us and prepared us for this moment where i think and i would say that the the transition to online worship to virtual gathering uh, was fairly seamless now we didn't think that it would be 18 months later when we would be begin to uh, have these conversations about reopening. Uh, we've been uh, hopeful that it would have been sooner. You know, when it first started, the pandemic first started, I remember us all saying, yeah, just a couple of weeks or, or just a month or so. And, and, and now, you know, we've been trying to track and, and monitor. We've been encouraging folks to wear masks, to stay physically distanced and socially distant and to uh, um, now get vaccinated because we, we, are, we are trying to uh, provide care and um, just the holistic health of our community. But as we were planning uh, earlier this summer, you know, we had reached a point where uh, we thought we were making our way out of uh, the 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 worst parts of the pandemic. You know, we had seen uh, the numbers of deaths start to plateau. Uh, hospitals were becoming uh, uh, more uh, available with empty beds. Uh, the, the cases of uh, uh, the, the virus transmission and, and those who had con- Attracted this virus, uh, were were decreasing, um, and and you know we we said you know what September fifth because we would get to the fall and uh, begin, um, this next era of our life together, and and now I gotta tell you that we are um, uh, constantly monitoring. You know, uh, at church I say uh, every Sunday uh, when I do the announcements and when I've been doing uh, what we're calling gathering videos uh, uh, throughout the week where I'm starting to share about what it will look like. Uh, for this next era in our life together. We've been saying things like, you know, uh, we are proceeding and planning to proceed as if we will gather on September 5th. Because we want to name that there is still the possibility uh, where that might not happen. <laughs> you know, where uh, September 5th might not be the date where we uh, have both virtual and in-person uh, gathering for worship together. Uh, we, we want to name that. And, and you know, a lot of it is a couple reasons. You know, we, 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 we see again the, the Delta variants rising, right? The, well, due to the Delta variants, we see uh, the rising of... Uh, uh, cases and, and and more folks uh, getting infected and and even those who have been vaccinated uh, uh, becoming carriers and 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 getting sick thankfully uh, though mildly or or, or less uh, uh, severely but you know we we're seeing uh, the cases not decreasing at a rate in which we are comfortable uh, we we, we want to recognize that there's a whole population uh, of our church who cannot or are not eligible to be vaccinated uh, kids under twelve here in the United States and uh, in the Puget Sound region are not eligible to be vaccinated. And so what do we do with that? What do we do with uh, just uh, continuing to uh, uh, monitor these, these, these trends, you know? And so we, we have reserved the right to um, uh, uh, make the call that we will not uh, invite folks into um, uh, the church building, but to continue worshiping with us online. We reserve uh, uh, the right to make that decision uh, leading up to Sunday. But for now, uh, we're proceeding as if we will uh, uh, launch on September 5th this new community of both virtual and in-person uh, together. You know, there's a couple of reasons why uh, I feel somewhat uh, um, okay doing that. Um, 
One is, you know, we we spend a lot of uh, uh, time in researching and a lot of money in, in creating a space where we feel uh, is uh, the safest it can be. Uh, we upgraded our HVAC system uh, to utilize uh, UV technology where um, through uh, this UV technology, um, 99.5% of all airborne viruses uh, are killed uh, within three feet of a person. You know, and, and, and so uh, with that and with our high ceilings, um, with with uh, upgrade with those upgrades, we, f- we feel like, uh, you know, um, with with distance, with with masks, um, we feel like uh, we are have taken every precaution. You know, when people come into the building on Sunday, you know, we're going to uh, ask them not to sing. Um, you know, and we're going to uh, invite them not to hug and shake hands. We're going to we're going to model uh, uh, bumping elbows and 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 um, we're going to model a distance. All of our seats are are being prepared to be uh, uh, three feet apart from each other. You know, that's uh, what we are uh, learning to be the, the distance for us here at, at our church with our filtration system. Um, you know, and we, we, we made a. a, a, a a statement that anybody who will be speaking in service, so in, um, uh, uh, pastors and, and clergy and uh, uh, those who are will be reading scripture and, and Nicole, our children's uh, director, we, we all need to be vaccinated. Um, as well as uh, we will allow singing of our choir and our uh, worship ensemble. So we're, so we're going to have two services, one at 9 and one at 10.30. 9 will be mostly traditional, um, where uh, we'll be led by a chancel choir. We uh, distance them, uh, masks required, vaccinations required, um, and they will be the ones leading us in worship, helping us connect through music uh, to God and to one another. And the same goes for 10.30. Our ensemble, which um, is our more contemporary group, uh, will be uh, leading us in music to connect us uh, through the lyrics, through the melodies, uh, connect us to God and to one another. You know, these are not easy conversations. And I and my staff, we are uh, uh, meeting every day to talk about this. This is not something that we are trained um, as clergy. Um, this is not what uh, we went to seminary for. And yet, you know, we, we got to balance the, the physical health and the spiritual health and the emotional health and the mental health and, and see how all of those um, fit with one another. And, and, and you know, the, the hard part is with every person, it's different. You know, some people, um, you know, uh, take very, very little risk, are, are very careful about their physical health. And, you know, and at times uh, mental and emotional health suffer because of that. But there's a security in physical health. There's others who uh, might prioritize emotional health or spiritual health above the physical health because of the, the, the need and the, the holistic health uh, that uh, the um, taking care of one's uh, mental and emotional health, uh, the importance of that. And so, you know, that's that's part of what we need to consider and what we continue to consider. Um, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, uh, just talking about how do we even think about um, what this next era will be. Um, and, and they made an interesting point, which, you know, I'm still wrestling with and I'm still grappling with. But they said, you know, uh, the question is, what's the metric of doing no harm? You know, for those of us who are United Methodists, we, we try to follow by these uh, three simple rules. It was uh, uh, it's popularized through a book by uh, Bishop Reuben Job, um, and it's uh, accredited to uh, John Wesley, our founder, um, the United Methodist uh, founder uh, back in the 1700s, who, who uh, we accredit to having said, do no harm 
do good, stay in love with God. And so this idea of do no harm is the principle of which we we use to say, hey, wear masks because <laughs> we don't want to do harm to our neighbors. You know, if at all possible, get vaccinated because that is doing no harm. Be physically distanced with one another because that is doing no harm. And, and then we move to do good, right? Like, how do you check in on your neighbors? How do you care for the people around you? How do you uh, check in on the elderly, the, the people who are living in uh, 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 facilities where uh, it's hard to find community? You know, how do we do good? But but that first tenant of do no harm, you know, going back to this conversation I was having, it, it's really interesting to think about what's the metric of do no harm, because 18 months ago, the, the metric of do no harm would be to not contribute to people's deaths. Right, we saw this rise of of death. You know, even here at our church, we've we've lost uh, folks to due to this virus, and and you know, being so close to Kirkland, where which was the um, uh, 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 ground zero of of this pandemic, uh, the first uh, uh, case was here, not too far from our uh, from our church, less than ten miles, right? And so uh, we, um, what is that metric of do no harm? Eighteen months ago, like I said, it was it was to. Um, not contribute to deaths, you know, 10, 12 months ago, it was to keep people out of the hospitals, right? Because the hospitals were being overflowed. We, we saw pictures of parking lots and parking garages and, 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 and other places being used for, um, ICUs or emergencies. Um, and, and, and now the question is, are, is our metric of do no harm to not get people sick? And I wonder about that because I, I you know, I mean, there's people getting sick. That's that's not realistic, right? Um, people get sick all the time. We 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 care for our bodies and our our health as best as we can, and yet we still get sick. The flu is still around, uh, and and that's why we we get sh- flu shots. But still, we we get sick. Um, same with this vaccine. You know, um, even vaccinated people still can get the virus and what they call breakthrough virus. I think, uh, break breakthrough cases where uh, people even vaccinated can. Um, experience the symptoms and 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 uh, and and feel the Im- impact and effects of this disease, but you know that's something that we're trying to uh, hold in tension of what does it mean to do no harm, um, you know, and that's that's something that we continue to wrestle with as well, um, you know, uh, for for us this this idea of uh, do no harm really. I hope will will ground us and will will keep uh, at the forefront of our minds because you know the the other aspect of it as we alluded to earlier is 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 related to the mental and emotional health, <laughs> you know by not gathering by not uh, providing for the spiritual uh, rest and rejuvenation by by not uh, allowing and and um, providing space for people to to love one another. Uh, um, what does that look like? And and then, you know, to, to continue that thought, um, you know, our community has grown not just in the Puget Sound region, but we have uh, folks tuning in from across the country and we have members who, who live in other parts of the country. Um, what does it mean to, to do no harm for them? You know, uh, moving all in person would be doing harm, I believe, uh, to our uh, friends who, who live in uh, Philadelphia and uh, Virginia and Tennessee and, 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 um, um, and Maryland and Alaska and and all these places, right? And so, um, what does it look like for us to to do no harm? You know, we we upgraded our cameras, we upgraded our AV system, our tech system. We're we're working hard to uh, make sure that those.
those are um, you know up to date so that we can continue to provide uh, a, a authentic community for any and all who would join us and want to be part of what we're doing here and what God is doing in us and through us uh, here at Bothell United Methodist Church. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> we've been, we've, like I said, we've been working hard. Um, uh, we have an amazing staff that has been putting in lots of time, uh, uh, you know, measuring out um, uh, three feet per each chair and, and three feet uh, across the, the whole sanctuary, um, uh, putting out hand sanitizer and extra masks and, and uh, creating signs where we can uh, um, uh, make clear what the expectations are for us, you know, and, and those are going to be things that we're going to continue to have to adjust and, and um, continue to have to uh, uh, make clear over and over and over again. Um, but I think you know, really, uh, I, I want to emphasize um, that this isn't and these aren't uh, uh, easy decisions. You know, we, we continue to wrestle with them. We continue to struggle with them. Uh, we continue to, uh, these are the decisions that keep me up at night. Um, just trying to think through, you know, uh, God, would you lead us? Would you lead me? Uh, would you allow for us to uh, be uh, open to your movements and, 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 and really not be about, you know, our wishes or our desires or our wants, but really uh, what does it mean to be um, holistically healthy and to be uh, living into uh, the community of which I really truly believe God is calling? You know, we, we, we are intentional about not talking about going back to what once was, you know, we don't we don't want to even begin that conversation because we know that that's never going to happen. the The scary thing, as you know, we see throughout Scripture and throughout uh, human history, is that you know when we step into the unknown, it's it's not easy. It's a, a big and and truly an act of faith to trust that you know through it all God is with us. I'm thinking about the Israelites. I'm thinking about um, I'm thinking about Abraham, uh, Abram at the time, right in Genesis 12, where where God uh, tells him to to leave his father's land, you know, to leave everything you know, to pack up and go, and 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 then and then uh, God doesn't even tell Abram where to go, but it's go to where I will show you. Right. And Abram does that. And, and what I love about that text is Abram, who eventually becomes Abraham, every step of the journey, what he does is he, he, he stops and he builds an altar to remind himself um, of, of this promise that God said, hey, hey, go where I will send you and, and, and then you will be a blessing to the world through you. You will be a blessing to the world. And and I, I think that's really the motivation behind him uh, uh, building these altars and, and stopping to pray, to remember that God is with him and to remember that, you know, there is this, this, this purpose, this, uh, this, this God work to be done. And, and I hope that that's what grounds us at Bothell. And that's hope that's what grounds you, you know, for all of you who are navigating um, these uh, difficult times, you know, to uh, make those tough decisions. I, I know a church local to us who uh, were meeting in person and, and actually went and said, we got to stop because this isn't safe anymore for our community. And that's so hard. And that's so much, um, uh, uh, there's, there's just, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, and, and, and so um, I, I hope you know that 
that I am holding you in prayer. Um, I'm holding um, uh, the decision that you all and we all have to make in prayer. And, and you know, we're in this together. And so uh, if you are, are a pastor listening or if you're a clergy, you know, please do reach out. Uh, pastor Joe at BothelUMC.org. You know, let's support each other. Let's connect. Let's uh, hold each other up in prayer as we navigate um, these, you know, <laughs> continuing to navigate these days and months. Um, if you're a, a lay person, if you're not a clergy, I would love to challenge you and encourage you to check in on your pastor, check in on your um, leadership, your staff, um, really just encourage them and, uh, and and give them that, that boost of energy. Uh, remind them that you love them, that, uh, that they are doing good work. Um, and and really uh, boost them onwards. Uh, you know, this is gonna uh, next week. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna come back uh, next week and do another one of these uh, uh, in the news segments because I want to do a post. Uh, uh, <laughs> following the the model of, of David Chang, you know, post opening for us, you know, post gathering uh, uh, diaries, because I want to I want to reflect on the things that we learned, uh, the things that went well, the things that didn't go well um, uh, on that first Sunday on on September fifth. Uh, but I do want to give a plug for what this next series is going to be, because uh, on Monday we'll come back with uh, the first sermon of our new series. It's called Gathering, and and this gathering series is um is is going to be looking at uh, four uh, texts in, in what we call Third Isaiah. And so uh, from chapters uh, 56 to 66 of Isaiah, where um, the people are back in Jerusalem and, and they come back thinking that they know what it's going to be like, uh, thinking that as soon as they make their way back into a familiar territory, back to what they know, uh, back to what was once quote unquote home uh they 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 think that they think that it's going to be all okay and and what we find is that um they're they continue to be on this journey uh to live into this new community that God is uh, creating in them and through them and 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 we're going so we're going to draw on those themes and we're going to look at four texts in uh third Isaiah so in the chapters 56 to 66 we're going to look at uh, four different texts throughout September uh we will continue to uh, uh talk about them throughout the week we're starting small groups uh and at Bothell we in September we do what we call our identity series so this is what we're calling gathering where we're trying to identify who we are um in this uh, moment in time in this space and um and we 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 um uh, coincide we 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 put our small groups uh, next to them so that uh while on Sundays we we come and we uh, whether virtually or in person we come and we receive the word and we 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 uh take in the message uh throughout the week we get to connect in small groups to talk about it uh to talk about the text to to hear how different parts of the text um spoke to different people differently Right or to uh, um, uh, to challenge and and to think about what was said and how we uh, might uh, apply it to our lives. So um, I want to invite you, anybody who is listening to. Uh, tune in. Uh, uh, join us in person uh, 9 or 10.30 on Sunday, September 5th, um, virtually or in person. And so uh, join us for the first uh, Sunday of our gathering series. And, and as we uh, uh, journey uh, and move forward into this new community, this new creation of which God is doing and making in us, uh, where both virtual and in person come together and, and be one and, and really live into our purpose of becoming Christ in the community. Again, uh, keep all of us in your prayers. Keep each other uh, in your prayers. And uh, we'll be back on Monday uh, for the first sermon of our gathering series. Until then, uh, have a wonderful weekend and we'll talk to you soon.